Welcome to the Intoxicated Podcast, a weekly comedy talk show that dives into the personal lives of comedians, experts, and creators. I'm your host, Sarah McClellan, a very amateur stand-up comedian and self-proclaimed sad girl. It's the comedy podcast with a lot of heart. Feel hard and talk hard. This is the Intoxicated Podcast. Can I just say that being myself is torture? Yeah. (laughs) It must be really fun being you. I hate this hell. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, shit. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Intoxicated Podcast. Switched it on like a light switch. Here with producer Sarah. How are you? I'm... (laughs) (laughs) I am great, Sarah. How are you today? Fat uh, ab you let <laughs> good. Duh. Sarah um shamed me for having a bowl of rockets from Hall- leftover from Halloween. I'm just saying they might be a little bit expired, and they taste amazing and just like rockets should taste. I don't trust food that's been out for a month. What there's some foods candy though. I feel I can't. Like- I don't. I don't trust it. Like hard candies. No, don't trust it. I understand that it's pure sugar and sugar doesn't really go bad, but I don't trust it. I have a thing with expiry dates. I just, after three days, everything's got to go. You would hate my eggs. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was meant to be funny, not sad. Which eggs? (laughs) (laughs) What what are we talking about? In my body. (laughs) Eggs, actually, I do find weird because... Yeah, the idea of an expired egg really freaks me out. But I guess you can, like, test if an egg is good by, like, putting it in water. Oh, really? Like, if, if it floats or sinks, it means something. Also, if you crack the egg open and it smells like shit, you probably <laughs> shouldn't eat it. <laughs> I made that mistake one time. I had an egg and, like, I put it in the microwave because, like, you can cook eggs in the microwave, I guess. It, it smelled oh, really yeah, bad, yeah, like yeah. feet. Oh, and, I, and I ate it anyways, and I got really sick. Oh my goodness gracious! Um, <sighs> anyway. Oh boy, this is <laughs> this intro is um, full of uh, weird energy tonight. Full of beans. I um, I do have some news for the listeners. I guess. Um, oh hey everyone, uh, I have ADHD officially. <laughs> <laughs> what? I um, you officially got diagnosed, and I also got another diagnosis: generalized anxiety. Wow, who would have known? Right. Not me. God, everyone's like, I'm not shocked at all. And I was like, I never, we, you and I have talked about this and I've told you in the past. I didn't, I never considered myself anxious. I considered you anxious. Yeah. <laughs> Literally the psychiatrist said, I could sense it through the Zoom call. Literally those were her words. Oh, that makes me anxious. <laughs> so, um... Today's day one of me being on some medication. Woohoo! I'm so happy for you. It's been weird. So I've been feeling off. I've been feeling the side effects a little bit. So a little dry mouth, a little nausea, and like just general like... They told me that anxiety would go up the first couple days that you're on it. Which seems to make no sense because it's used to treat anxiety. But I'm going to trust the process and let it just like seep into my bloodstream. Well, what goes up must come down. Maybe that's what it is. Like, maybe in order for it to go really down, it has to go really up first. It's like gravity. 
But I will say that something hilarious happened tonight because I was texting you and I was telling you how I was just like nervous feeling for no reason. And I and I had the feeling in my stomach like before you go on stage, like that really nervous yeah, like the, feeling. That pit. And I was feeling that like for hours today. And I come home and I'm just like laying on the couch, kind of having a little cat nap. And I heard what sounded like a building collapse outside or like a bomb going off and it was thunder it was really loud to be fair the loudest thunder i've ever heard and long like it was that's why i thought it was like literally a bomb going off it was terrifying it was very i was like tonight of all nights this had to happen (laughs) my cats also thought it was a bomb going off they were very concerned they were like what the fuck it was terrifying but i'm on meds i'm on the journey of being medicated and uh we're going to see what what happens with that. Um, I do also want to give a shout out to J.E. Matchmaking, Book of Love live show that happened um, when you're hearing this. Well, it would have been a couple days ago. It happened recently. Um, and it was so fun. Good. I'm glad it was fun. So I opened the show. I was terrified because I've never like really opened, opened. I guess I have. I've hosted yeah, shows you've hosted shows before. Not a lot, though. I don't have a lot of experience in hosting. But it uh, was nerve-wracking. But sold-out show, full capacity. Mm-hmm. People were, like, even standing and mingling. It felt like a real bar again. Wow. Yeah. It must have been so fun to do, like, a live... It was, you said it was matchmaking, right? So what she did, essentially... So essentially, I went out and I did 10 minutes of, like, talking to the crowd and stand-up. Oh, wow. And then I brought her out and she talked to them for a bit. Uh, And then we had the dating club segment, which was uh, myself and two other awesome humans, Haley and Sean, other singles, uh, were were what's called the dating club. So just a bunch of singles talking about dating, essentially. We answered questions and then we also reviewed, she had like the screen pulled down and we reviewed dating pictures. Oh, and talked about like just like the vibes that we got off of pictures, like Tinder profiles. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was, was really fun. So fun. And then she had another intermission, and then she did the dating game where we had we found a bachelorette from the crowd, and we had three bachelors, and she turned the screen so that she the uh, bachelor couldn't see them, and it was like they she was like asking them questions, and uh, it was really really fun. So that fun. Sounds like fun. Holy, she did such a phenomenal job. Shout out to Jane Matchmaking, Book of Love podcast. Go check it out. Like, I'm just so proud of her, like, for what she did. Yeah, that's Um, incredible. And she said that she took inspiration from my first live show, which was there. Because mine was, like, all a bunch of segments, too. Love that. It's almost like I should do it again. (gasps) Mm. Ooh. Wow. Maybe that'll happen for the five-year anniversary. We don't know. Gotta stay tuned. Um, to find out. Enough chit chat though. We're gonna get to this week's guest. Oh my gosh, what a treat this was. Okay, so this week's guest is an amazing stand-up comedian. She is also a animator and an illustrator. So a creative biatch, very creative, is what she is. Yes. Um, the amazing Luba Magnus Woo-hoo. is our guest this week. And I just love her so much. I love much. her too. What a sweet angel. Yeah, truly, truly, truly. Uh, you and I saw a stand-up show by, with her in it uh, the night before we recorded yeah. with her. So we got to see her stand-up and she's so funny. And like, I have to say, 
I was dying laughing editing this and listening to it back. And there were so many moments in the show that like were so funny. She was so hilarious in conversation. <laughs> My favorite thing about this interview and, and Luba and talking with her was uh, her and I are both at the same kind of life stage. We're both, she's 35 and I'm 34. And she talked a lot about rejecting hustle culture. Yes. And this race of comedy and how comedy always feels like you have to be doing, 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 and it feels competitive. And she is someone who is truly um, embraced it as a fun thing for her. Like she's really good at it and she's a pro, but she's taken that pressure off herself and she has focused on just finding her own voice. And like, I just appreciate that so much. I think that's such a nice way to live. And it was just really nice to like hear from her yeah. about her experiences with that as a 35 year old woman. Like I, I'm just like, Oh, I look up to you. Like a breath of fresh air. Breath of fresh air is what she is. Mm -hmm. um, and so Luba uh, actually is, she just recorded a comedy album. So that will be out eventually. I don't have a date for you guys, unfortunately, but I need you all to follow Luba on Instagram. She is uh, at just Luba Magnus on Instagram. And please stay up to date as to when that comes out because it is so good. And she is so funny. You're going to love it. Yeah. Luba was a treat. She was a real national treasure. Yes. Protector at all costs. Seriously, though. Nat <laughs> national treasure. Um, yeah. So, guys, that's that's it for this this week's intro. Um, make sure you do follow Intoxicated on social media, Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast. Uh, you can check out the YouTube channel where we post full video episodes every weekend of release. Please subscribe wherever you're listening. Um, interact with the social content, please, because that we like that. That's helpful. When That's you do nice. That, share. Yeah. Give a share. Give a share. Give a, give a little heart. Instagram stories. We love that. We it, it really makes us feel loved when you share uh, on Instagram. So if you could love us, that and would be great. Share us. Yes. Sharing is caring. Sharing Here is caring. Here on the Intoxicated Podcast. Um, you can leave an Apple Podcast rating or review. That's always greatly appreciated. And guys, hey. Sarah and I are doing a daily podcast. If if you're subscribed, you, you're probably seeing it. Fill up your feed. <laughs> but you got to check out Podmas every day until Christmas. We do daily episodes. They're really fun. Chit chat. Really life fun. stuff. We talk that about a lot of things. Calendar. It's a podcast advent calendar. The best advent calendar next to a cheese advent calendar. She Some would even say a podcast calendar is better than a cheese advent calendar. I'll be honest. I think a cheese is better. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> if we're being honest here, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. We're having a lot of fun over in Palmas, so please check those ones out as well. But for now, this is a super fun, interesting, awesome chat with an amazing comedian. So please enjoy this week's episode with the so cute, so adorable, so likable Luba Magnus. Stranger's bed 
let's let's just formally open this episode. Let's okay. Officially, okay. We're gonna officially Everything start. Everything has been off the record. Everything's been off the record. All of that offensive stuff we were just talking about <laughs> will not be put into this podcast. Um, I'm so excited to be here with somebody I just met. Yay! But I've been talking to you for a while. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am like so excited to welcome comedian. She is an illustrator and an animator, so like super duper talented. Luba Magnus. Yay! Hello. Hi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Thanks for doing this. This is such a weird way to like kind of meet someone just like stick a light in their face and a mic and say you ready to talk <laughs> well the funny well, i guess the way we officially met was because i was trying to figure out what shows i was doing and my right. the way that we were introduced was literally me being like hey someone told me that you might be okay putting on a show while i'm there which is an insane way to meet someone hey person i don't know want to do some work <laughs> please <laughs> what you don't know about me is that I'm a workaholic. Uh, so that message was crack. <laughs> <laughs> that message was like, and thank you. For- and yet we both got too busy. <gasps> to do- I, okay. So we need to talk about this. Cause I loved that interaction we had when I like messaged you because things really got away from me. And like, show like it's weird here in health ass because like i have some connections with venues but i've only done like a couple comedy shows like on my own on my own okay um so like i know people and i can kind of make things happen if i really put my mind to it but then things got so busy and then eventually i was like holy shit loop is gonna be here holy shit i told her i was gonna try to get a weekend <laughs> show for her at, 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 I, it was probably gonna be gases honestly uh. um and i just dropped the ball completely and then I had to come forward and just be like, Luba, I'm so sorry. I didn't. I, I, I was essentially like, I didn't make it happen. But in all fairness, I see that you're booked on a lot of things. So I feel like you're okay. I was. And then like a million times I was like, oh, should I message her to be like, don't worry. But then I'm like, how does that sound? I don't like how that sounds. And I'm like, I feel like we're both just doing we're the same thing. Doing this. We overcommitted. We overcommitted. Yeah. We overcommitted. But, and then we were embarrassed about not, yeah. not accomplishing something something that we couldn't do in the first place <laughs> which is so funny to me but yeah, i love it brought that. us closer together so us, <laughs> i was just like oh my gosh do not worry yeah. like I, I i was just mostly like okay i need to get get i need to see you do comedy because i was really i saw your stand-up clip that that you shared and like i loved it and then i was like okay i need to go see her and then it was like what am i gonna see her open my <laughs> my life's insane i don't want like but i'm oh. so glad i got to see you in the space that i saw you because it was perfect so you just did a show at good robot yes what a great venue oh my magical! it's beautiful and intimate and the crowd was such a good vibe and the other acts obviously dan and claire the best yeah best and um yeah it's just a really good thing to be a part of so i'm very glad to be here doing that's the part of comedy that i love this is (laughs) this has all just been very magical and nice to be here in general yeah yeah yeah. and last night's show was just pure fun the plan is to convince her to move here (laughs) which you wouldn't be the first to try this week so (laughs) pretty much everyone was this your first time in halifax no i've been here twice before okay um the first time uh was because i really wanted to go to school here and I um, grew up taking piano. Uh, mm. And so I wanted to come here for piano. I had like my grade nine conservatory. Oh. So I flew out here with my mom and I auditioned uh, and I choked. I full on choked. 
and then <laughs> and which was very embarrassing and then I went to the hallway and there were other students there and I was like oh I don't think that went well and they're like don't worry like hardly anyone wants to be in this program like no one applies they accept everyone you flew all the way out here you got in don't worry I did not get in uh, <laughs> oh. I did not get in but um so that was I I really wanted to move here then um so that was number one then the next time was just on a trip yeah right yeah and then this is number three this is the first time I've been here to do comedy though so and yeah. okay so I need to know because like you came here for like you've been here how long a week uh yes yeah one like one solid week get yourself a little little accommodation nice romantic <laughs> room for yourself <laughs> romantic room for one um yeah. and you're doing shows and you're also doing your job too because you can do it remotely mm-hmm did you have connections to people here before you decide to come and do a bunch of shows or did you just dive in um, and kind of reach out to who you knew to set up all these things? Let me try to think. I don't think I was connected to any. I think I, it was mostly Claire, uh, Claire right. Belford who helped a lot um, setting up connections. So you really people. just came in by yourself and you were like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. Uh, I was like, help me. Commendable. Uh, yeah. Truly come out. Thank I, you. I please. think that that is so badass and awesome. <laughs> like to just go to a city, like stay by yourself with yourself, do shows <laughs> and like explore. Like that is so cool. Thanks. I've always loved, um, I mean, I love traveling a lot. Mm. Um, I like that comedy opens up that opportunity. I don't love traveling by myself, but at the same time, I don't let that hold me back. Um, like if I, because yeah. I mean, like right now, like people who I would travel with, like my friends are all, you know, let's say the non-comedy friends are all like, you know, have, they have their families. They're going to go travel with their families, you know? So it's yeah. like, um, and then when it comes to comedians, it's hard to get stuff together sometimes or, you know, so it's, yeah. it's just like, I had this album to prepare for. And I needed to, um, cause stage time is really hard in Toronto right now. Um, so yeah. I was like, I need to go, there's stage time out there and longer sets. So this, I, I'm very grateful for the time I spent here. It's really helped a lot. So thanks Halifax. Yeah. <laughs> we love you here. You should, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to keep saying that you should move here. Um, and you're prepping for an album. So, so when are you recording this album? The next Friday. <laughs> in a week away and i'm fine i'm fine she's great she's not nervous at all not she's a bit cool yeah. as a cucumber it's gonna be great um where are you recording that <laughs> um a little art gallery called peach berserk um uh it sounds precious it is it is precious it's <laughs> just literally um uh, just uh this woman collects these old paint by number uh, like vintage paint by number things and she just paints them all and that's just all over every inch of this place and it's very beautiful and quaint and so cute i think i hope it feels like the good robot shows <laughs> the intimate yeah. like we're all hanging out yes yeah that vibe is so important for comedy like yeah. it's it's truly special to be in a smaller like a smaller room where you're close to people mm -hmm. and it's set up for a show. Yeah. Cause like me and Sarah were talking about that today too. Just the idea of like doing shows in restaurants or doing shows yes. where like people are going for food and then trying to like do comedy for them. It's just a different, it's tough. It's hard. Yeah. I don't like it personally. That's just me. There's, a, there's some mics here that happen <laughs> in restaurants. It's not just you. Yeah. And I don't, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like to compete with food. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially sometimes in, in Toronto, it's like we feel like we're bombarding people with our comedy because it's like, oh, we should we showed up with a the microphone. There's an open mic happening now. And people are like, 
okay, I guess I got to go somewhere else. And that's the thing, right? Because I respect that being in that space so much because so many times I've gone out with like friends or whatever, really just wanting to have a drink and chat. Mm-hmm. And then like live music will come on or something. And you're like, yes, I don't want to do this right. Now. And I respect yeah. that. I'm like, you know what? I'd want to leave too. Yeah. So you really have to set a space up properly for a show. And you need to make, you need to make comedy feel important. Yeah. It is important, but yeah. you need to convince them that it is. Yeah. You know, by like really establishing like, here's the stage area, put a spotlight on the, on you know to make it feel like a show like you're watching something important yes yeah <sighs> something is happening and it's important because i'll argue that comedy is art and um it it's is. important to make it feel that way like you need to have the space and the time and the atmosphere yeah yes. yeah. yeah i don't know it's so key <laughs> it's so key do we have a starbucks yeah, do you want to? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard you come in with it and I was like, me money. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were ordering the Starbucks, it was so strange. On the app, you can't just get regular tea. Oh, like I see, I very rarely go to Starbucks. And so I think the last time they had this thing, I would be like, because everything is complicated at Starbucks. I'm I know, like, I just want a tea. Tense. And they're like, well, we have awake tea. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just thank you so much for this. I um yes, and I know that this is supposed to be a show where you drink. I just know that I will take a nap and I have this and two shows at Good Robot later and well, you know I what? will die. I'll Let's die. Cheers for yeah. our coffees. Cheers. And that'll be cheers enough for this. I don't even know what is this thing? What is this? Oh, is it a stir stick or is it something to cover? I cover don't know. the. I think maybe it's both. But then, then how do I start if it's in it? the thing? No, it's not a straw. People who are only listening to this are like, "What is happening? <laughs> what is like? What is it?" I'll describe it for the people at home. Uh, there's a banana in my drink. <laughs> I don't like it. I did not order the banana. I ordered the passion fruit. That's okay. so funny. Uh, I don't even know. Um, yeah, this, oh, it's a chai tea latte. Is that what it is? Oh, that's nice. Oh. Ooh, yes. Okay. That's so strange. Now we're talking. You good with that? Yes. Okay, sweet. There's a human man in my tea. <laughs> <laughs> How do I get one of those? <laughs> I wish I wish tacos in my tea, too. Was that in your drink, too, Sarah? Oh, my god. Did gosh. you get one? <laughs> no, no man in here. Just, just uh. caramel, caramel macchiato. <laughs> mm. That's better. Oh, delicious. Perfect. So we, we were caffeinated. Yeah, mm. it, the show did kind of start very heavily focused on drinking and oddly enough it's it's kind of rare nowadays i find i love recording on the weekend in the afternoon like right now perfect time for me to record i've been up voice is warmed up mm-hmm. i'm not tired i yeah. slept weekday weeknight recordings are the worst because i'm like Ooh. drained from work yeah i had to come home and like shift into podcast mode Mm -hmm. but i love an afternoon recording because it's like it feels because you still have your night and yeah i definitely don't want you talking for too too long because i'm like you two shows to go (laughs) i was like i don't mind your voice i don't mind at all i i I think we were talking about this yesterday where it's like i was just in lockdown for probably a year you want to talk for a couple hours and then do a couple shows please yeah bring it on (laughs) i'm ready let me live so okay so you're from where where did you where's your hometown like where'd you grow Uh, up so that's um i'm from port colburn ontario and that is in the niagara region down on lake erie 
Um, 18,000 people, a big retirement town. Okay. Um, and it's, yeah, very small, very small. Yeah. Did you like it there? Growing up there? Um, no. I mean, I, it has, it is a nice town. It's good to visit. Um, no, but I was growing up there, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I, I think my I was I always had my mind outside of the town. Did you leave as soon as you could? Yes. Yeah. But you know what? That wasn't even me. Literally, my parents raised my brother and I like, listen, this is a small town. This isn't real life. The second you can, we're sending you to school. And it's like, OK. But then that, that was a lot of pressure, too, because I didn't necessarily want to go to school. But I was very grateful to be out of poor Colburn. Yeah. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. But they're still there. And um, yeah, it's nice in the fall. Yeah, we got boats. I, I, you know, I grew up near the water, so that's one thing I like about nice. Halifax is just like, oh, you got the water still there, but the ocean, <laughs> the ocean is a different beast. You guys have tides that freaks me out. <laughs> the moon? ocean and the ground too, apparently, based on an Instagram story. <laughs> that was at the bottom of the hill. There was what just the this big bubble for people at home. Just this big bubble of water yeah. under the grass, and I walked over, and it was like walking on a waterbed or something. <laughs> It was so weird. I'm like, what? Yeah. I wonder what that was. I don't know. We can check it out later. Where where, where, where was it? At the bottom of the big hill. Was it Signal Hill? Is that what oh, the... Signal. <laughs> Close. Honestly, Sig- very similar. <laughs> Citadel. Citadel. <laughs> What's the, what, where's Signal Hill? What's Sign- that? Signal Hill. Is that in? It's it's a, it's a, oh, it's no. right? I don't is, know. All I know is it's a band. I, we know it's band. I think it's a new... I'm can so you Google sorry. it, Sarah? Um, I've been I here a week. I should know. I'm so sorry. I honestly every- think it's a Newfoundland. That's that's what I'm calling oh, it. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, it's yeah. Newfoundland. Okay. Sorry. I think it's like a touristy place in Newfoundland. I think sorry. I remember going there and it was really windy. It's like a cliff. It's like a big cliff in Newfoundland. Uh, and there's wind. St. Okay. John's Newfoundland. So it wasn't that. It was you're just the <laughs> so big hill. Yeah. Yeah. The hill. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh, and Signa Hill creepy. is at 230 Signa Hill Road, St. John's, Newfoundland. There we go. A1A1B3 one in case you want to send them a postcard. Uh, I think you should have asked the hill before exposing their personal information. <laughs> so sorry. You <laughs> She's just giving out the hell's phone number, giving out the address, everything about the hell. Age, height, eye color. Age, height, location. Yeah. ASL. Yeah, yeah. Or ASL? Age? Uh, oh, age, sex, location. That was the thing oh, in, right. in chat rooms. That's right. When you would start talking to people, you'd say, hey, ASL? Question mark? Yeah. And then you'd lie. Oh, my God. Most times. Back in the day. Right? Uh-oh. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, chat rooms and shit. <laughs> ICQ. There we ICQ. Go. <laughs> That's how it sounded. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Here's my impression Uh-oh. of ICQ. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I miss ICQ. It was quaint. It was quaint. <laughs> What a great word choice. You had your little flower, and when you were connecting, it had the red, it like it yeah. would go with the green petals and the red petals, and the loading would be like the going one around red. the flower. Yeah. That's lovely. The other thing I think about She's all the time so is is yeah. MSN Messenger. Mm-hmm. Because do you remember the nudge feature? Which I hated what? that. I hated it. I adored it. Because oh. I wish that was around now. Do you remember the nudge feature? It was. I don't remember the nudge. It, I just remember typing like, "Hey, you there?" <laughs> <laughs> I 
Because that was back when this was a novelty. Like, oh my God, we can communicate. (laughs) Oh God, I don't, and I don't miss that. Yeah. Uh, The nudge feature was it would play a sound and it would shake your screen. Like it would make your screen like look like it was having a seizure because it would would essentially like make you respond to someone. Oh, and I think if that feature was around now, there would be less ghosting because it would be too annoying to ghost someone Mm -hmm. because it'd be nudging you all the time. My God. Right? Yes. <laughs> there are some things we had right back then. And I miss putting, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> music lyrics. Yes! <laughs> song lyric! In my profile name for some reason. Those were the original subtweets. Yes. You know, you, yeah. if, if you were pissed at someone, it would be like, it would be some Avril Lavigne song. Mm-hmm. You would... <laughs> yeah. Followed yeah. by a bunch of symbols. Yeah, and then people would ask, like, well, it's, what's this mean? I'm like, no, no, I just like I just like this music. <laughs> it doesn't it mean nothing. anything. Don't ask me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it means everything. everything. <laughs> do you know what's so funny? I still do that in some ways <laughs> on, on, I would say, Instagram captions. Uh, and the occasional status, I'll post a lyric. Oh. I'm still a fucking dramatic emo bitch. You can't take it out of me. You gotta live that life. That's fine. If that's <laughs> you, do it. <laughs> do it. You gotta yeah. just you gotta just own it. Own and the, the emo. In the words of Sloan, if it feels good. Do it! Do it! Sloan! There, that's your next status. <laughs> there we go. It feels good. Do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, too funny. Yeah. So you are you are the same age as me. We're in the same arena. Arena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're I'm, in the same I'm, I'm an eighty six baby. I, or I'm not eighty six. I was born in yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 35. <laughs> she looks really young for 86. <laughs> wow, what I need to know your skincare. Listen, <laughs> um, it's all this um, um, banana in my tea. It's, uh, <laughs> it's good for your skin, that potassium. <laughs> so you're from Ontario, and so what made you did did your sort of animation illustration stuff come first, and then comedy, or like how did these two things mesh Ooh, together? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, uh, they kind of happened. It was a happy marriage between those two. Oh, yeah, because I, I started um, uh, in comedy, and then what I started doing and this is so long ago but I would just like film these little skits and then edit them and I realized oh I'm actually I'm enjoying this editing thing mm. so then I went back to school for editing um and then that's how I learned the software to teach myself animation um cool. so then it all just came together I just really like creating things myself um you know and that that's what I like about animation is I have control over everything that happens you know you can film a thing but you can't control everything unless no. you you're like with a big studio so animation right. i can literally just anything i picture it can be in outer space it, it can be, come to life yeah um so i love that so that's what i loved about that and i loved that i could it was always funny in some way so it, it just kind of worked together with the comedy very well so yeah. i like yeah i like having both things in my life that's important to me yeah. it's two things that go really good together mm-hmm. they pair really well together yes yeah which and this is why I love you. So you have a f- your full time animator, illustrator. You have you're working. Yeah. You're also hitting comedy hard. You've been doing comedy for <laughs> ten years. Uh-huh. Um, do you find it hard to ever do anything <laughs> else? Because if your full time job is creative, and then your side hustle is also creative, and yes. those two and they go really well together, do you find finding that like balance? tricky sometimes yeah that's a big uh big thing in my life 
right now, mm. I think uh, the balance hasn't been as difficult post COVID just because of circumstances, but just in general, the ment- it's the mental capacity of what I'll call the race of comedy because it's, it's all competition. Even if they aren't saying it to your face, it's all, um, there's, there's a lot to it and I don't want to live that life even subconsciously anymore. Really. I just love performing. I love performing and creating things and I don't need to be, yeah, there's something like I want to record this album and then, you know, just kind of think about what what I want to be doing, where I want to be, because I just I just want a, that fuller life. And I don't know if it's because of comedy that that just isn't happening. I don't know. You know, it's all circumstance. I could cry. cry. That's fine. That's I could fine. cry because this is so. <laughs> and Sarah's probably you probably picking up here. I'm really relating to this. <laughs> oh, great! Like I'm relating to this so hard because yeah. I, I I I don't know what it is about mid thirties. Ooh, I hate saying that. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. Um, but. <laughs> It's this, the way that I describe it, I don't know if you can relate to this, but like Mm. so many of the times that I've wanted to slow down, life to slow down, to be more present in life. And it's been just like, no, speed up, speed up, speed up. You have to speed up. You have to speed up. You have to speed up. Do, 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 do. Keep going. Hustle. Go, go, go. And it's like, but in my soul, all I want to do is slow down and enjoy this. Yes. Yeah. And then I I feel the need to speed up. Yeah. It's, it's really tough and people think you know you have to you have to work at it all every fucking day you got to work at it every day you do not you got to get to this point at this time you got to impress these people Uh -uh. and it's like when i look (laughs) at you when i see you perform i go number one authentic voice very strong authentic voice thank you and you're comfortable up there and you seem like you're having fun Uh. on stage and when you see someone like that and you can leave a show going <sighs> that was really nice. It is such a gift. And to get there, you have to be present. Yes. And that's so very important to me. And I just, um, uh, something I've been thinking a lot about is that I know that that's not how I come across on stage as much as I'd like these days. And I know it's because of the pressure, um, kind of around me. And I know that just yeah. my head is I like, I just, cause I'm just trying to reevaluate, you know, or, and also post COVID, I just feel like sometimes with stand up, I just have this brain fog because it's so crazy to be like, hey, we just went through this monumental thing. Go up there and be funny. You know, like right? it's just so I get yeah. this brain fog. And I like I can think of one set in particular in Montreal oh. from like a month ago where I just was not present on stage. I just said the words and then I got off stage and I was like, God, that was awful. You know, like they're, they're not always, you know, sometimes you're too hard on yourself. I know when it's I know when it's me. And um, yeah. so for shows like last night to happen. Yeah. It's like, that's what I want forever. (laughs) But I know that that's not possible. So I just have to, you know, figure out the the best way for comedy to uh, be healthy for me, I guess, in that sense, if that makes sense. Yes. For healthy and happy. Yeah. Healthy and happy Luba. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want. (laughs) I want that. I want that for you. I just, yeah, everything you're saying, I'm just going to do Oh, oh yeah. We got the bell. This is a bell. This is positive reinforcement bell. It's, it's, I agree. I agree. You can also, also Luba, just feel free to dig it whenever. If it makes you feel good, if it feels good, do it. I'll just wear it like a hat and go bing, bing. Yeah. (laughs) So I love what you're saying because it's so easy to get caught up in that grind and yeah. lose what lose what you're writing about essentially or mm. 
like staying authentic in yourself and running jokes that you enjoy mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's just um it's a lot of pressure and i have to remind like i'm an open micer i'm very new i've only been doing comedy for well over a year i started in july of 2020 I'm are a you pan- serious i'm a pandemic starter oh my god i didn't realize that yeah. i just figured you must have been a you, you you seem to be you present as a like a halifax uh a hub you know Aww. like you, you you seem to you know everyone you support everyone i'm like oh okay she's been doing this forever well the podcast <laughs> has been around longer so like when i started talking to comics i started getting really entrenched in the scene as oh. kind of the podcaster girl. oh oh that's so, your like, story oh i love this oh. a, lot of, a lot of people kind of compare me to like like conan or like 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 talk show host that yeah, like yeah, is yeah. kind of a comic but not really yeah um okay. i love how i just said people compare me to conan <laughs> i heard myself i went bitch that's pretentious listen same but just because of the haircut so uh <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> not too uh, floofy today but we get there sometimes yeah. so i was around it for a long time before i actually physically did it mm-hmm. and like and for me when i did it there was this added pressure of you've been around comedy for so long you can't suck and so i was never actually given the chance to be shitty hmm so great. <laughs> <laughs> so that I have to actually remind friends of mine, like I'm going to be shitty. Like no. you can't expect me to be good. Cause I just started doing this. And even though podcasting and standup are, are, they, they marry nicely. They go together nicely. Yeah. It's so different. It's such a different, um, like what we're doing now, talking, having a conversation is so different from this is me on stage and I need to impress you. Have you thought about, um, and I'm just spitballing here, but I know hmm. sometimes there's shows in Toronto where they'll have like, like a host show. Like you could do stand up podcasts like live. I would and love have to stand up, do their set, and then sit down on your couch and do that. That's kind of the goal for if, if I do another. I've done one podcast live show, um, but that would be the goal for the next one. Is I want to do something like that. The idea of like set chat yeah set, chat set chat and that's so fun because it's off format and that is the best like they're the best shows to watch you know yeah, like, to, like an, as an audience you get to see your comics and then they're out of their element and just kind of yes. yeah yeah you should do a live talk show oh it'll happen yeah it'll happen when it happens you heard it here add it first. to the list sarah <laughs> add it to the list <laughs> oh yeah that's right answer don't do it <laughs> quit everything <laughs> right as a friend it's so tricky because oh, no. you want to like you want to like enrich your friends and tell them to like go for things but you're also like but don't yeah. work too hard because no. but but i mean if anything it's um you know, people think that stand up is so linear. So if, if, yeah, uh, you know, you, you've been at this a couple of years and I'm sure you love both, but if you're like thinking of a way to like marry them, that would be a great way. That'd be know? a great way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of similar with your animation stuff. Like I, I do feel it's, it goes nicely with comedy. And, but I, but because of that, I do find the balance side tough because I can't seem to separate what's real life oh, and what's, yeah. What's do you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah. yeah, it's it's tr- it gets tough. It gets tough. Do you take you time a lot? Um uh, I th- I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I think so. Again, I mean, just thinking on the past couple of years like it was literally COVID and then um this and things are just slower in general. Uh, like there are lots we just we just got to full capacity like a few weeks ago. That's insane. Um, so things Holy are Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, so things are different than yeah. Here. When I get you're kind here, of forced into it. Yeah, like, I like sitting here. I'm like, I haven't been around this many people this close in so long, and yeah, it's, it's like sure. a couple times at Comedy Bar, but you feel like you, um, this, sorry, uh, Comedy Bar is the Toronto yes. um, 
kind of like it's it's not like a club like yuck yucks it's just kind of our little hub for independent independently produced shows right um and it's super fun and independent and Mm. um uh, but there's two rooms, and so at the end of the shows, all the audience members leave the room at the same time, and that's where we're all like, "There's so many people," because there's technically capacity, but then they're all in like the exterior room, and we're right. all like, ah. "And that's really scary." <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, because we're we weren't used to it yet. Um, so uh, that's but wild. It's getting more normal now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like Toronto really, really took a hit. Yes. Yeah. My we God. Did. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, do you live alone or do you have I a do. roommate? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you, you went through all the lockdowns by yourself. Yes. Yeah. How was that for you? Um, not great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, and I um, yeah, good. yeah. That's I say honest. that. Yeah. But I also know that people with roommates would complain cause they're like, well, I don't know what my roommates are, you know, and so right. I, there's that's pros and cons trying. to every living situation. And I empathize with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we're here now, folks. And, uh, <laughs> it's so funny to me that like like really the pandemic has been uh like let's say two years. I'll be I guess two years in March, right? Mm-hmm. Um like that in that amount of time, things have changed so much. Yes. And we are literally forever changed because of it. Yeah. It actually like made me an introvert. Like I'm no longer oh. an extrovert now. Oh wow. Which is fucked. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. I yeah. think I was fighting it for a bit. Okay. Uh, and then I was like, no, this is, but we were talking, oh, and this ties into this. We were talking about our age. Oh, yes. And like you being 35, <laughs> me being 34. And whoa, where, where did that thought go? It was literally just in my head. Um, the pandemic has made me the introvert, but also my age has. Because mm. I'm far, I have far less energy now. Oh, okay. And so I discovered that I'm re I need I need the alone time to recharge yeah. versus before when I would actually be going crazy by myself. Right. Whereas now uh, I crave it. Mm, <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. And I feel, I feel like the, um, the pandemic did that in a lot of ways because now I'll be out a couple nights a week and I'm exhausted. Whereas before I was out almost every night doing something, but I think just mentally too, the mental capacity of having to, talk to people navigate people navigate on stage or whatever you're doing even even just around friends you're just like that's a lot of mental energy that i'm not used to putting mm-hmm. out there you mm-hmm. know so it's a it's exhausting it's exhausting it takes it takes time to get back and i just yeah i don't know i don't know how normal people do it but people seem to be navigating this fine i'm like who are you <laughs> when you Where's started when you started comedy you would have been like what 25 24 uh so here's the thing i was actually like 21 oh shit. because and then at some point in this i took like a five-year break so oh, i did it for like two two and a half years took a five-year i was because i wasn't comfortable at that time oh yeah um and then i started doing it again and i uh, haven't stopped and i i I think what i know about myself is that i cannot quit you know we all talk about quitting comedy at some point (laughs) but i I know that i all of us yeah literally literally everyone (laughs) you're like i just started i'm out of (laughs) here and you'd be wise to do so no um but i know having quit before that obviously i cannot quit because i just i very much enjoy this and i've tried quitting before um right but uh it's just the you know the style and what does that what does comedy mean for me i also feel like breaks are so important because most times if you take a because the thrill of comedy is so addicting if you do get to a point where you're you're like no i desperately need to take a break it's because you really gotta 
And it's probably for the better because you're probably going to come back stronger. Mm-hmm. Whatever the reason for the break is, I know for me, it's like I've just been going too hard and I need to slow down. And I need to like, like get re-inspired. It's re-inspired is the word that I use yes. to yes. write jokes. Yeah. And sometimes we really need that. And then we come back way stronger than we were before. So break should be encouraged, not yes. stigmatized. I agree. I agree. Um, the hustle mentality is very... Uh, not a healthy way to live i mean some but i mean some people live by it it's good for them i don't know (laughs) that's fine Uh, good on you have fun with that yeah great (laughs) but uh, it's it's to me when those people then talk or look down on the people who do it differently i'm like it's we don't all have the same path we don't have the same it's just yeah it's again that's just a toxic part of comedy when people start putting their their how they would do things onto other people or if you're doing this this way that's wrong or you know totally agree you really got to just be looking out for yourself and no one else yeah because oh i that's a that's an important thing in general no one's i well not no one but maybe not in general but especially comedy the you're gonna look out for yourself more than anyone else will Mm -hmm. i promise you that Mm -hmm. um so no matter how supportive others are yeah like, like the, you said there's there's a competition element there's a which is also a sucky thing about comedy i need to ask you this mm-hmm. i kind of hate that i'm asking you this oh no <laughs> but i talk a lot on here just about the experience of being a female in stand-up okay and how it does feel more competitive amongst women because mm. there is that scarcity complex of like normally most shows have only one or two women on Oh. Do you feel that to be the case? Because I feel like women are so supportive of other women. This like, like the most supportive people I know are other female comics that are mm-hmm. also supporting me, and I'm supporting them, and everyone support, 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 support. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Um, but there is an element of like feeling like there's competition. Yeah. Do you find that to be the case? Um, I. I, I mean, definitely yes, but I don't want to gender it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, maybe I can, I can completely understand that it would be hard, uh, harder when it's maybe less female. So you do know that you're going, which is also an insane thing. If it's like, oh, we got to have the one female on the show. And I've, I understand that I've been in smaller markets. Um, which by the way, is what I loved about your show last night. Two women, one man. Yeah. (laughs) What do you know? It went great. (laughs) It was a good show. It was amazing. And Dan played off of that and made a joke about being the token, which is God bless him. God Uh, bless him. He's great. He's Um, uh, yeah, I just, I think, um, everyone's competitive like like yeah um, it's true maybe in different ways but i know like um like when i think the hustle mentality i i see that most from men yes um why that is and then then they'll talk to women who are just like if you're not doing this missy (laughs) so i have a theory behind that yeah (laughs) i think that the reason the hustle mentality is stronger amongst men is that there's more camaraderie camaraderie Ooh, that's a hard word to say amongst male <laughs> comics. So they're almost like a team. They're like, all together. We're going to hit up, do all the shows together. Yeah. Whereas females, I think there's a camaraderie, but it might not be as like, 
like let's go to every single show together and do everything together like it's yeah. a little less uh, yeah. obvious i guess would be the word it's a less obvious camaraderie yeah um and so i feel like when they don't see women out they're like they're not working hard mm-hmm. and it's like no they are they're probably just like writing more perfecting jokes more um you know doing more stuff behind the scenes versus just doing seven open mics in a week because you can exactly (laughs) yeah oh did any of your bits change between set one and set seven no you said the same punchline that didn't fly great how's that going for you yeah how's that hustle versus like say doing one or two mics and then taking some time to rest and work on it yeah and 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 like also giving yourself rest because you need to be a good you have to have a good energy on stage in order to do that you have to rest oh yeah the in order to be relatable you need to be a full human being and in yes. order to be a full human being you need to not be doing stand-up every night um that's totally. my opinion hot Oof. take hot, oh unpopular opinion is that your unpopular opinion no but it is now it's- <laughs> <laughs> don't hate me for this but it's time for an unpopular opinion <laughs> no, my unpopular opinion, sorry to jump the gun, is that sometimes I don't recycle. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Because I don't either. You, Yeah, I, like, I don't compost. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's, Which uh, is probably... <laughs> it, I, for me, it's, um, you know, some, like they, you have a full thing of greens in the fridge and it went bad and you just don't want to do... I'm just like, the plastic is going in the garbage. I'm sorry. Yes. That, that, is, that plastic is garbage now. I don't want to smell what's in there. I just do not. That's understandable. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. no, I would do the and same. And then I feel guilt. I'm like, oh, but then I'm like, <laughs> no, the corporations are the responsibility. <laughs> this is very inconsequential. And fuck. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't recycle the one plastic container. Yeah. Yeah. You got to do a lot to be considered a good person these days. Yes. You want to know what? Sometimes it's just good to try your best. Yeah. And we're trying. Gosh darn it. We're trying. We're trying. I don't know why I said it. Gosh darn it. (laughs) (laughs) G. Willikers. Oh yeah, yeah. Sometimes you don't recycle. Sometimes wow. I don't recycle. Unpopular opinion. Um, I can't think of you the same way anymore. I know. <laughs> it's been nice having. It's been nice being here. It's been nice having me on this podcast. <laughs> you can see yourself out. <laughs> and, and like I, I do cans and like I, I throw everything into one bag and then that's what I do mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. I don't sort. Who's the time? Are we supposed to be sorting? I think here you're supposed to, aren't you, Sarah? Oh. Are you supposed to sort here? You're like paper, yeah. Paper. Well, I'll do cardboard separate. Usually, I won't. <laughs> okay, I don't have time for that. Exactly. What? Oh, guess what? I'm not moving to Halifax. I, uh, <laughs> that's too much work. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm still. I, yeah. Mm. Just... Oh my gosh. Okay, so I skipped over segments. We oh, we yeah. should get to the assumption segment, right? Um. Which I'm so excited for because I'm like, I, I was thinking about this uh, yesterday and this morning. And I think my assumption, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that I'm right. And if I'm wrong, I'm hoping you won't be offended. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't punch me in the face. Ow. So you're adorable. Thank you. And you make me so happy. You're like the human, like. You're human serotonin. Like you're so cute, fun on stage. And so I think you are someone 
<laughs> who doesn't recycle? <laughs> who does crafts? Who does crafts? Oh! oh. <laughs> I wish what? I did more. I wish I did. Are more you crafty? I'm crafty for sure. And maybe, but also maybe that's me knowing that you're animate or creative. Yeah, but I, that's the thing though is I wish I took more time just to do crafts um, because I when I'm when I have the time I'm like oh I'll make a cartoon or something which I wish I was doing more knitting and stuff like that. Oh, but my thing is mushrooms. That's the thing that I've been you know. So oh, let's right. craft some more mushrooms. Right. Yeah, we yes. should actual mushrooms, like the fungus, like actual mushrooms. Yeah. We yeah. should clarify I'm not, that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna clip that out of context and post it on Instagram. <laughs> My thing I've is mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, explain the mushroom thing. I I think they're cool. Um, <laughs> This is where I just lose my mind. I'm they, just like, they're just the coolest. They um, are really cool. Uh, they are very cool. Yeah, and once you start looking for them, okay. So for the very, I've never done magic mushrooms. I've never tried them. I want to. Oh. I just don't want to um, do it at a party. I don't want to. You know, I need to be with someone or like that I really trust. I don't want to. You know, like I don't want to do them alone. I I just need to have the perfect environment to try mushrooms. Yes, I'm with you. Yeah. yeah, you want it to be special, like losing your virginity. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That special time. You want the the right <laughs> the right circumstance yes. to, to yeah. feel comfortable to do them. Yeah. yeah. But uh as far as just this goes, I just got really into um, you know, learning and identifying them. And once you start looking for mushrooms, they are everywhere. Interesting. They are everywhere. You'll walk out your front door now that I'm mentioning this, you know, no and way. you'll be like, oh, there's mushrooms at the bottom of that tree, you know. Wow. Um, it's crazy. They're everywhere. There's different kinds. I like learning what you can eat and whatnot. I've never eaten of any of them that I've found yet. I don't feel like I'm like I'm that I good at it. I don't think you should. Eat I them. agree. Yeah. I think they're poisonous. Well, not I all. No, no, no. Like, no. I mean, there's some that you can definitely for actually, yeah, I was I was doing oh. some research and there's a lot of good foraging here in Nova, Nova Scotia for uh, you know, um, uh, for mushrooms uh, but uh, oh. uh yeah actually i went to the <laughs> christmas market with meg mckay oh, fun. Uh, and there was a man there selling books and one of them was a foraging mushrooms book for nova scotia and i was like do i buy this and i'm like when am it? i gonna be back in nova scotia to forage mushrooms but I, you should buy it and then that'll give you a reason to come back to nova scotia <laughs> use right. it as Buck motivation i'm going for the mushrooms yes uh yes um <laughs> yeah i don't know i just and they're beautiful they're just gorgeous they are really pretty. Yeah. I, and you see so much cool art, like yes. with mushrooms in it. Yeah. That is like, I, <laughs> this is, this is weird. <laughs> but like, if I was like, <laughs> this is the weirdest thought I've ever had. If I was shrunk down to mini size, like little mini Sarah. Like, yeah. If I was like this, this big, yeah. I would love to just like bounce up and down on a mushroom. Yeah. Like, in, like, in, what, what's the video game that does that? As Mario, but also Smurfs. Yeah, like they lived under the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. Like if, if that would be the first place I would go, would be to find a mushroom because they seem like like a, a bouncy castle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're right. You're right. Also, those ones that you see in Mario, and most of the time, the the red ones with the white spots. Yes. Super poison. Don't eat those. Oh, yeah. 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 Those ones are poison. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you actually like eating mushrooms? Like, or like? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I grew up hating them. I yeah, would me say too. over the past five years, they've really grown on me. Yeah. Really like them. Yeah. I like them on pizza. Oh, yeah. 
I like yeah. them fried up with some onions. I like mm-hmm. them in soup. Ooh. A good cream of mushroom soup. Yeah. Oh, love a cream of mushrooms. <laughs> this is the content your listeners are here for. <laughs> <laughs> mushroom soup. <laughs> good soup. This is it. <laughs> I love that. So you're into mushrooms, but you don't craft. I mean, like like I do, just not as much as I, I wish. Yeah. I've got my craft kits. I've got my markers. I, you know. I was like. I hope that this assumption is not <laughs> offensive. Oh, Lord, no, 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 Because no. I think you're, because so, I just get such like a cute, fun vibe from you that yeah. I'm like, I could see you being someone to like, oh, yeah. like do crafts. Oh yeah. Have you ever hosted a crafternoon before? So it's an afternoon where you do crafts. <laughs> I, I, I want one. Oh, let's do it if, now. If, if, if you do it with me, I will help you with it. I, I will have do some it. rockets and some candy bars. Yes. Like, let's do some yes. crafts. <laughs> like, like art was my favorite class growing up i loved our class yeah were you into our class um yes like at what age group what uh, like are we talking we did our so i did the last grade i think i did art in was like grade eight okay yes though that age group of art was great right yes. yeah. i wasn't allowed to take art in high school because i was already taking drama and my parents said uh, you're taking enough artsy things artsy things Ugh. Artsy thing. So, and then I, I uh, now I'm that. a like, professional artist. <laughs> so, did you, did yeah. you, um, when did you discover you could like draw and like, oh, I can't draw. No. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, don't you kind of need that skill to like, um, I, cause all my stuff is on the computer. I'm just totally way different. better. Like, if you were to, like, I mean, here, draw a, um, Ooh, draw me. <laughs> okay. Here. You just do it. Huh? I love this so huh? much. I also really love watching people draw. I think it's so relaxing. I think she's nailing it so far, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm so sorry. I forgot to be talking while I'm do this. No, no, no. <laughs> while I'm do this, see you no, focus on too much on drawing Sarah. Should I stay still? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I think you're far better than you think. Because <laughs> I could not do this. I love it. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> We're saving that. Can we have that? Can you? Can you... <laughs> no. Show, show the camera. So bad. It should just have pixels in front of it when you show the video. I didn't know. It's, I, I, I... There we go. I'm very sorry. I told you. I told you I cannot draw. It's perfect. I love it so much. I, I truly, I think you've captured her essence. You're very happy. <laughs> you're happy to be here. <laughs> That's crazy. I'm glad we went on that journey together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Oh, man. I'm going to get fired tomorrow. <laughs> they're going to see this and be like, no. But I bet if you did, if you, yeah, if you did on like the computer, you, you'd come up with something amazing. Oh, yeah. I've seen some. Your stuff is amazing. I'm a digital, I'm a digital Did, designer. But what helps me, designer. there's a, um, uh, oh my God, who directed Knives Out? Um, Ryan Johnson? Yes. Mm. Okay. And there's a good, um, 
he tweeted a thing with like a picture of his storyboard. So to make a movie or animation, you um, draw it out first that the cameras know what they'll be shooting. And you know that epic scene <coughs> where the girl is just sitting in front of the knives. I like haven't this seen the movie. Oh, you haven't seen that. There's a girl. She sits in front of knives, um, and it's okay. this beautifully shot scene. Shut and you see the picture that he drew for the storyboard, oh. and it is just a <laughs> stick figure, worse than this, and just of this girl with these like cross-looking knives, just like. <laughs> pointing at her it's like this most epically beautiful shot at the end it's just like yeah you don't need to be a good artist to do to, this, to do art draw to do art yeah that's you make such a great point because really all it is is it's like a little map like it's just kind of telling you this is what i'm envisioning but what you're actually envisioning is so much more than what you're putting down but it's yes. just it's just it's like a guideline yeah my brain works faster than my hands for sure so it's just like here's what we got and then i have to go like boop boop <laughs> i feel like yeah. like do, do you feel like really relaxed when you're doing illustration like um, yeah like so, does it zen you out um yeah like when i'm doing when i get really into the zone for animating and stuff like that i'm just like yeah you know take a good weed gummy and then start animating and then i'm good to go you and know? you narrow in on it because eh? <laughs> yeah. i i can see how it would be um i don't know if addicting is the right word i'm sorry my but like if you start something like you would just be really wanting to finish it yeah yes yeah yeah unless it's a book I can't finish books. Oh, girl! And I don't. And I don't mean writing. I no, mean I'm the same. I've read. I have so many. <laughs> I've read three chapters of every book I own. There you go. But only three. Yeah. I do not finish books either. No, it's I hard. find it very hard. I don't know why. I just you know I'm enjoying them. I just at one point you put them down and you don't pick them up again. I don't know. Yeah. I like staring at the end of books <gasps> and working my way to the front because I hate like not knowing what's happening. Oh my god! <laughs> Does are you confused? That's now? no wild. I'm like, right? figuring it out. It's like a puzzle. That's crazy. I love that. <laughs> That's I've never heard of anyone do that. Wow. Okay. When you said that you read them, did you say you read them backwards? Yeah. Like I started at the end of the story and then like work my way up. Are they all choose your own adventure? Is that, is that, is that what we're reading? Um, you, they are when I have the yeah, book. They are. But yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. mean, you don't mean actually reading it backwards, like reading the sentences backwards. You mean like, cause can you imagine? You mean like you read the no. last chapter? Like I read the last page in the book and right. then like work my way up. That's crazy. I love that. Yeah. That's it's my fun. God. That's what makes reading fun. I mean, I never finished a book before backwards or forwards, but <laughs> but, <laughs> it makes it fun. but it's fun or backwards. Yeah. Huh. I um I can't imagine what it's like to write a book. It seems like a very daunting task. Yeah. I don't know either. Right? Would my you ever write, write a book? book? What's that? My mom wrote a book. Ooh. What's about what? About her life escaping from Poland. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. How did I not know this about your mom? She didn't like publish it yet because she's like, I don't want the FBI to come after me. But Oh. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Do we have <laughs> any other assumptions of Luba? Because we talked about this at brunch, didn't we, Sarah? Do yeah. you have an assumption you want to say? Oh. Did I, did I have an assumption? Uh, What was? Oh, you said it at brunch and I forget what it was now. I I kind of assumed that you were either in a relationship or married. I've been married. You've been married. Oh, gasps across the board. Here oh, we go. Shit. <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh, I was 25 and we separated when I was about 27 and a half. So two and a half years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. You're like, yeah, it was yeah, what it was. Yeah, it was, it, was long t- it was a long time ago. I don't think about it much, honestly. Um, was it a mutual split? Ooh. Uh, uh, we don't have to put it in if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, um, it made sense. Like, it, it wasn't a dramatic. Okay, got you. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. So for the better after, in the, in the end, for the better. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, man, so I was kind of right. Yeah. It's kind of right about that. I don't know why I assumed that. I think, you know what I think it is? You seem like someone with your shit together. You don't <laughs> seem overly sad. And to me, like that screams, you have something stable <laughs> in your life. Well, that anchors you. I guess. Um, uh, and I think we were talking about this earlier. Like I've, I've done a lot of the mental work, you know, like I've done a lot of work for myself on myself. Um, and I have a good understanding of who I am. You know, yeah, and that's important. Um, and it takes a while to get there. Um, and that it always bothers me sometimes. Comedians will be like, "Oh, you're so happy," like almost in a bad way. And first of all, I'm not always happy. I'm a, you know, I'm a normal human round. I'm a rounded human being with uh, highs and lows. Um, yeah, but I've done the work, so it bothers me when people are just like, Ugh, like almost as a bad thing. I'm just like. Well, yeah, like, don't try to bring me down. Like, I can get there on my own. You know, does that make sense? Also, they're just jealous. Yeah, I guess so. They're intimidated by something. Because the older you get, the more you start prioritizing your own happiness. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I think that's the thing about, like, your 30s. Like, you're really just, like, should I get off the pot time? I got to be happy. Mm -hmm. So I got to figure it out. And if you happen to be alone, I think it can uh, speed up that process. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, you know, I don't, you know, uh, hmm, how do I phrase this? I, I'm good at doing things alone. Sometimes it worries me that I'm good at doing things alone because I don't want to be alone. Um, but it's, so it's important to be okay with being alone. Uh, but, uh, also important to not be so okay that I'm isolating myself. Ah, Mm. and now it's really hot. It's really trendy. To be independent. Yes. Yeah. It's a, women are empowered more than ever, but I find because of that, if you're someone who does want a partnership or a family or some sort of system, it feels weird saying it because you're supposed to be embracing independence (laughs) and being hyper independent. It's like, no, it's good to be able to be, but it's also okay to want things. Yeah, of course. You know? Yeah. 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 Frig. Because being independent is exhausting sometimes. Oh, yeah. It's very exhausting. Uh, You know, like even if I have a headache and I'm out of Advil, gosh, I would like someone to just step out and get me some Advil. That's all I want. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of going to the store just like. (laughs) It's the little things we miss out on. Those little things. Being sick. Care. You know, there's self-care, but then there's literally having someone to help. And you don't want to. You don't want your whole job to be taking care of someone you know uh, obviously in relationships yeah. there's balance and you're caring for each other but uh it's a little yeah does that if that makes sense that yeah. makes total sense yeah, yeah. and uh it's so nice to talk to someone <laughs> who's my same age yeah i talk to younger people i'm just like mm, you'll get here <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> They're just like, ah, chin up. You know, you're cool. I'm like, I know I'm cool. I mostly watch with amusement at like, you know, people in like their early 20s, like really just like having fun, enjoying life, probably like drinking a lot. And I just go, I am so far from that. 
that it's foreign to me. Right. To look at and see. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you miss your 20s at all? Ever? No. No, <laughs> I don't think I do. I don't think I do either. No. I don't think I'd go back if I could. Yeah. yeah. Honestly. Gosh. Do you have a favorite age? Ooh. Like an age that sticks out to you is like you're, you had the most fun. Oh, God. Or you're the most happy. Um, That's such a good question. I love that question because it really makes you think of like the eras of your life. Ugh. Like 28 was pretty good, I think, because I had I accomplished a lot in that year. But then also those accomplished came with a lot of uh it was it was hard to accomplish them at the same time because right. I had to be going through these like highs and lows. Uh, so was, you know what, twenty eight might have been the best and worst year of my life. <laughs> but oftentimes, yeah, those two extremes. So yeah. you have the extreme lows, but the extreme highs. Yeah. But oftentimes, those are what we remember, right? So yeah, it makes sense that it would stick out to you. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I gonna say? What about you? What, what's your twenty five? Twenty five. Because I was newly single. Okay. And it was like, again, probably one of the hardest times ever. Bad right. breakup. Yeah. Hard, hard, hard. Uh, but then like, I think <laughs> it's so sad to say, but like, I feel like it's because I had hope because I was like, oh, like I'm single now and I can have fun mm. and I'll find someone. And like, that was the last time that I was like, and I'll find someone. Ah. <laughs> like very soon things shifted to, oh, finding someone's harder than I thought. <laughs> and oh this is surprising i thought i would have found someone by now and now i'm like will i ever find someone and it's it's just kind of gets worse as you go on right 10 years of being single it's it's not easy it's not easy yeah and it's uh uh when uh people say things like uh, oh it'll just happen <laughs> and that's what everyone says and i understand i like how sarah's like Meh. <laughs> people do do so, or, or do you say that a lot like, is that why you're i think i say that a lot <laughs> i'm so sorry it's because it's people in relationships thing. love cliches because they and they're also not wrong i mean a, a lot of times wrong. that is how it happens um um but uh it's it's also I, maybe just on the receiving end of it, it's just such a weird thing to hear because it's like, I know that that's positive and I know that that'll happen, but I just don't, sometimes you just want something to hang on to. And that's, that's like the most emptiest statement. <laughs> There's nothing, it's, but it's very nice. And it's very, you can hang on to the kindness that comes from it because love will, yeah. uh, like I, I, here's, here's my thing. I do believe in love. I don't believe in like, <gasps> I don't, I don't believe in like, Oh, it's meant in the stars or whatever. I just believe in like, genuine yeah. energy and human connection i believe in love I, yes yeah. so. i've seen i've seen it so at work i work on a podcast uh, all about love stories and mm-hmm. um so my job is essentially trying to find love stories and hearing from all these couples mm-hmm. and it, there's no way it doesn't mean something that i got i got the task to do this podcast being <laughs> single for 10 years yeah. and like being very sad and never having that connection like i genuinely even past two relationships i was like i've never had that connection i see so many healthy relationships and i know what it is now mm-hmm. and it's even more frustrating because i'm like no i know it exists i'm not that bitter i know right. it exists yeah but it's like i don't see that for my life and that's Aww. sad yeah do you, do you want to see it for your life? oh yeah okay oh yeah okay but you're mm-hmm. not you're not allowed to want it <laughs> yeah you are you're not, you allowed are. you're not allowed to want it you're not allowed to walk around if you want it 
So yeah. yeah, it's just tricky. So you're you're single and dating around right now? Are you are you on are you Ooh. on apps looking, not looking? Um, I'm not on the apps currently. It's very overwhelming, but I've been on the apps. Um uh, fair enough. Uh, uh play some more music or <laughs> <laughs> bombs going off. Yeah, yeah. No, I and uh I open to dating yeah I guess. yeah yeah, uh, yeah. not i guess yes i'm definitely open to dating and I, I, I actually you know what i was thinking about this that i feel more open um than i have in quite some time like i'm just very much being myself right now and i think that energy is uh hitting i hope i don't know yes it is i don't know i don't know i think it is yeah you know and i'm not saying like honestly it's been a, a little bit it's been a minute since i've been on a date but that's fine because i still feel like the energy that I'm putting out there is very much the the ready, warm energy, and that's that's the. That's but important. also, you're open to receiving that. And yes, I think think that's the key, mm-hmm. because when I think of myself, I'm like, yeah, I want it, and it's I'm sad that I don't have it. But also, I have not been open to it. Ooh, because I've not given my space to be open to it. Oh. So as soon as you give yourself, if, mm-hmm. as soon as you're saying, I'm living life, I'm being me, I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. And I have the space to be open to receiving that. Yeah. I think that's when things will happen. Mm. So I say good on you. Thank you. Keep, <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep doing the thing. Oh, thanks. Um, that's, I guess, hope, you know, it's, it'll all, it'll all, yeah. It'll all probably happen the way it's supposed to. It's just, that's exactly it. Yeah. It, listen, it'll happen <laughs> when it's, when it's. You, you, you won't, you, when you're least expecting it oh right <laughs> i say that a lot too <laughs> yes because it's true yeah. yeah i don't know yeah okay next segment this is a deep one Ooh. Oh. i mean or it doesn't have to be deep but usually usually it is um what's wrong with you <laughs> what's wrong with you <laughs> I have a list. Uh, <laughs> he's honest to God. Like when I met you, I was like, you seem put together. You seem very fun. Like I just, I picture a clean apartment. I picture. So I need to know what's wrong. Um, I feel like we've hit on a couple of these things mm. already that I had written down. So I'm going to say self-esteem. <laughs> it's not great. Wait, a comic <laughs> with low self-esteem? Right? Yeah. This That's is unheard shocking. of. What? <laughs> We'll say that. I probably could probably okay. go into things with more confidence than I do. Yeah. Really? Maybe. Is it uh, like on the comedy side or like, is there kind of an area that's worse than others? Um, uh, all of it. <laughs> Everything. Which is, and this I is why I find shit. it fascinating because people who perform for mm-hmm. others usually have such low self low confidence right and it's a fascinating thing to me because other people would not and that's why i asked this question on this podcast Mm -hmm. because i have performers on i have comedians on and a lot of times we're seeing the performance we're not seeing the person Mm -hmm. so it's interesting so low confidence are you how do you deal with that I don't know. Or do you, or do, <laughs> maybe you don't. <laughs> I go home and I, you know, cry and then cry some more. Do you think it's, um, I'm just, I don't cry that much. <laughs> That's the do thing I'm defensive cry? about. I don't. Oh, do I cry? Uh, oh, sometimes. 
<laughs> you need the right moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like on a TV show, I gotta be ready. People gotta watch. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want to make a show of it. <laughs> low self-esteem and low confidence, man, yeah. man, oh man. Maybe is there? Maybe. I don't even think that there's an answer to those things. No, that's fine. You asked. Yeah. <laughs> in terms no, of no. solve, in terms of solving them, like no, I mean, like again, it's all like therapy and all that kind of stuff. And uh, who are you in it? Yeah. Therapy? Oh, good. I love a good therapy. Um. Um, but yeah, as far as it, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, self-affirmations and that kind of thing oh. to help fix self-esteem, I guess. Yeah. Are you into, are you, are you someone who, are you into affirmations? Do you find that they help? Uh, sometimes. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. I guess I just try my best. I just very easily will talk myself out of a situation. Um, oh, okay. I think, you know, like, oh, uh, you know, someone else, there will always be someone better or there will always be someone else or something. I think, I feel like I'm very, oh, that's what's yeah. wrong with me. I think cause, and I'm oh. a nice person and a shy person. So I'll just step aside and let life kind of move ahead because I'm like, Oh, well I'm not, oh. I'm probably not going to be that person for this job or that relationship or whatever, you know? So I'll just kind of like hang back. Cause right. Does that, if that, yeah, that makes so, total sense. But I try, I try my best. I, I I am an optimist. Ultimately, you know, I'm positive. I guess I have for some reason I have hope. Ooh, that's a good thing. No, listen. In all, in that's all a good thing to have. Yeah, but I think what you're getting at, like when you say the like, you kind of sit back and let things happen because you don't think that's the um people say it as like you take up space or you like charge into something. Mm. You like let yourself take up space. Yeah. Which is like so hard to do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But I also feel at the same time, female comics do that anytime they get on stage because they're going, listen to me now. Yes. Like, yeah. and so you're kind of, you're doing that, but yeah, in other aspects of your life, I can see how that would be challenging just in general. Yeah. Because I don't, uh, uh, yeah. Like I don't, want to fight you know and other people have free will you know if they want to choose me for whatever then they can't you know so i'll just kind of step aside and let life happen does that i don't know i i know it does make sense it makes me sad oh no <laughs> i can't wait to hear the clip that you used to promote this episode i really can't no 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 hey it's... welcome to this comedy podcast Luba hates herself <laughs> <laughs> I think most people do though. I feel like most people do feel that way. And it's fuck I think at the end of the day, you just gotta be yourself. And that's exactly it. Because um, I think there's a lot of people who don't know how to be themselves. Yeah. Like and so that's I think that's what um I uh, that that's my affirmation it's just like have i been myself have i been respectful have i been you know a kind person I there's guess. some tricks to it are you someone who apologizes a lot oh yes oh yes yes so i heard that a way to get around that is to say to stop apologizing you just say things a little differently so you could say like thank you or like okay say you're running late mm -hmm. rather than coming in i'm so sorry that i was late uh, Oh, thank you so much for waiting for uh, me. Yeah, that's a good one. And like literally just stopping yourself before you say it. Even mm. if you go to say it and you go, no, I'm not apologizing. Thank you for waiting. <laughs> like, it's just these like little, like little steps. Yeah, that's a good point. 
I'm gonna write that down. You should, yes. Thank you instead Thank of instead you. Of, which <laughs> might not work in all situations. Yeah. If you hit someone with your car, don't say thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of this experience with me. I've learned a lot. Thank you so much for getting in my way and making me late for work. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I've heard that that can, that can help, but the thing is, and you probably know this too, like being at the age that we are, it's like, we can only be who we are and do what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So if, if, if people can get down with that, then there's nothing we can do. Yeah. You know, there's something freeing in that as well. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like you said before, truly you can only be the best version of yourself. Yeah that you can and we all make mistakes and uh it's also important to be forgiving of that you know um you know even if we're trying our best we're going to slip up but that's still human still human. um but so long as you're staying true to whatever what you're uh, who you are who you are staying true to who you are yeah yeah Yeah. what you value what you appreciate what you like i just find confidence so interesting because usually it's the people who i see as the most confident that aren't and i find that Mm -hmm putting on the mask thing such a fascinating mm-hmm. like just idea of hu- like the way the humans are um because tr- yeah truly like when i see performers when i see musicians comedians like i'm just like yeah they're co- to do what they to do what they do they must be confident and it's never the case no no i i like comedy just because it's the only way that i'm very free to be who i am yeah. also also because i am a quieter person people are like oh you're so quiet really you do stand up it's because that is the only situation where i feel fully comfortable uh you know no one can interrupt me um yeah. i can be myself and that's part <clears throat> of what makes it work yes um you're given the space to do that yes because yeah. you're given a microphone on a stage it's absolute freedom in a <sighs> uh, world where i'm otherwise uh feel very small small Hmm. small or you know i have to like we were saying make space for other people like give give them my space because they're you know more Mm -hmm. commanding or louder or yeah you people pleaser yes yeah yeah yeah. oh oh yeah oh i love me i mean i love making people happy i love that (laughs) i love it even even in how you you responded to my question you you instantly perked up and said it in a fun way yeah and also because i'm like oh this is getting sad i need to cheer up your listeners right now yes i'm a people pleaser please keep listening i'm fun (laughs) i promise yeah um i am a people pleaser um yeah i don't yeah same welcome yeah. club. Nice. welcome to the club nice sarah too right yeah we're doing it <laughs> raising the roof how is anyone out there being sad when they can be here with us <laughs> we'll make you happy we'll make it happen oh man that's so funny okay let's change gears though <laughs> let's change let's change gears because i want to know so i think people bond over the things that annoy us Ooh. whether that's big things or small things okay like what pisses you off so i wonder do you have a rant i do for me and i have a question because i really do you have, have to, to be i have to be so I bad. It. <laughs> go do that yay she did like, i don't know why i sensed that you had to pee do you have a rant i do have a rant it's here here we go i need to rant <laughs> it's a hot topic I think that people getting their wisdom teeth taken out is a conspiracy. 
Ooh. I think. I think. Oh, I kind of agree with this already. Hang on. I think a lot of people need their wisdom teeth taken out, but I think the way that dentists approach it in that you're going to need them taken out as a blanket statement is a money grab. Yep. And I don't think that's a thing. Can we ding the bell? Can I any comments harder? on that? Yes. Yeah. So I got my wisdom teeth taken out uh-huh. and like, it feels like they're growing back in. Oh, or I they didn't like take ah, them out ah, properly. Ah, that's ah, that's ah, possible. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. But like, I can feel like weird bumps, like where my wisdom teeth were. Uh, but I'm not a dentist. So I don't know. I don't, I don't know what that's from. They don't know what's oh, going on. I, that might be an infection. Or scar oh, this tissue. Was like 15 years ago, I got them taken out. Oh. So I could not agree with you more. Hey. I think it's, yeah. I, um, they told me, the words they used was, we recommend you get them out. Yes. And I went, do I need to though? Mm, probably not. Because like they're growing straight up. Right. And they're not like in the way of anything. They give me a headache maybe once a year. Okay. Um, and I'm like, that's not enough for me to get them out. So mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. But every time I go, they're I'm like, told I got to get them out. And I will refuse until the day I die. There you go. <laughs> Damn the man. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, there's no way everyone, like, I, I know, I understand. Maybe I would have not liked the wisdom teeth. Maybe it would have been bad, but like, wait a minute, you know? Did you get them out? I have, they're out. Did yeah. you, how old were you? I was, I think I was in grade 11 or 12. Um, so pretty late. Is that too late? Does that sound right? I don't know. 11 and 12? Grade 11 uh, and 12 for wisdom I feel teeth? like grade 11 and 12, I was like... Mm, I was in grade 10 when I got my note. Grade 10. Maybe it was grade 10. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they hadn't come in yet. And it was the weirdest thing because I had to go. Some people get it done in the dentist chair. I had to go to the hospital. Like they went, sent me to the hospital full anesthesia for like a full procedure. Um, and I'd never had that done before. And they um, put the, you know, they put the needle in and they start, they give you the anesthesia and they're like, okay, count backwards. <laughs> and, and so I was like 10, nine. And I guess it, <laughs> was the point where usually people are passed out, but you're also wearing a gown, you know, you're mm. all, you got nothing but the gown. They thought I must've passed out and I wasn't passed out yet. And they go to like, take the front of the gown off and oh, I wasn't no. out yet. And like, cause they had to put like the monitors oh. on. So I wouldn't have known that they did that if they just waited literally one more second. So I went 10, nine foot, what? Oh, ah. yeah. <laughs> Very uncomfortable experience. That's insane. They just had to wait one second. And so you passed out thinking, did you know that they were going to do that? You didn't know that's so you probably passed out going, am I getting sexually assaulted? What's no, happening well, here? I mean, I, I didn't think that, but I was just like, don't look at that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. That's not for you. Was that your first or like, was that your first experience with like anesthesia? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary, right? Very scary. I find it terrifying. And all that for fucking wisdom teeth that I don't think maybe needed to be pulled that's a lot that's a traumatic experience i man i maybe it's more traumatic than i had it in my mind maybe people listening to the podcast please know that i look at that as a funny story Um, but now and i I do not endorse (laughs) uh uh anyone passing out (laughs) oh god this is i'm just digging a hole here god can we i actually don't like this can we cut this (laughs) no this is great oh no i i i just i just uh uh i'm fine you're, you're totally. <laughs> she's gonna be bringing it up with her therapist later. Oh no! Um, I knew that 
there would be some point in this podcast where I say something that I, I'm just like, oh God, wow. No, I think that's wisdom teeth. Are, are, why are, also, why are they called wisdom teeth? Because they give you wisdom, duh. But so, so they're taking that away from us. Yeah, why? Why would they want to take that away from us? And also, that's not true. Because <laughs> so many people get them taken out, and they're still smart. So I don't also, think I only had three wisdom teeth. Oh well, yeah. Some people just don't get them. Yeah. Which how does that make any sense? I think we're evolving to not have wisdom teeth. That's like a step of evolution somehow. Yeah. That's so I only had three. Only three, eh? Mm-hmm. I have two totally grown in up here. They're just hanging out. Okay. And then my bottom ones just are just hanging out under the gums. And uh they're gonna stay there. Cause I'm not I'm not getting them I'm not getting them pulled if I don't have to. Why the fuck would I wanna go through that? Yeah, if you're comfortable with it, like yeah, yeah. Also, anesthesia is very I can't describe how nervous I was to go under anesthesia the first time it happened. Yeah. I hate the idea of you're here one second and then you're not, and then people are doing things to you. I hate it. I hate Isn't it. that terrifying? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is there a movie about this? Nope. Like a horror movie? Probably, but if not, there should be. That's like going under like being I think there's a movie that's like the guy is actually awake, but he's his body's passed out. And like <laughs> your face. I hate this. <laughs> Do you have any any like weird fears? Ooh. Are you scared of anything that's like fucked up or or anything or funny or or very ordinary, but you have a fear of it for some reason? Um, No, not super fucked. Like, probably just your classic, I don't know, scary thing. Classic existential dread. Sure. Yeah. 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 I don't like, um, I don't like movies with a lot of uh, uh, body mutilation. Oh, yeah. Fair. I hate that. Yeah. Like, the Saw movies and stuff I will not watch. Like, that kind of thing. Um, I hate that. Uh, I don't get how people enjoy those. I don't know. Oh, why? Can you tell us why? I, I just, I don't know. I just, I just love them. <laughs> and I find that so That's weird. Fine. No offense, sir. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like extreme violence or like slasher or, or like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not into that either. Uh, yeah. Do you have anxiety? Um, yes, mostly social anxiety. Uh, okay. I have a, yeah, it takes me a while. Mm -hmm. group of people um yeah to just feel comfortable feel comfortable yeah 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 Yeah. were you were you the kid at the party that like would hang out in the bedroom like at a house party (laughs) and like that not um not go out with everybody uh, i don't you know what Uh, i'm the thing is i'm so i'm i guess an extroverted introvert yes where i'm always out but i'm quiet you know i'll be in that group of people and i'll be looking around and listening Right. Um, but again, that comes back to, you know, uh, other letting other people talk over me and that kind of thing. Like, I'll just kind of like, I'm just right. like, well, yeah, they have things to say. And if I say something, it'll be dumb. So I'll just sit here and act real nervous. And then uh, <laughs> things will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's more comfortable, though. Like, if you're comfortable doing that, like, do it. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll just keep hiding my personality through a curtain of social anxiety and I feel more comfortable that way. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, social anxiety is a bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people struggle with that. Are you an anxious person? 
I'm anxious in a weird way. I would say that I'm more overwhelmed than anxious. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's like much different. Um, I think the things that stress me out are like, how do I act around certain people? Mm. Or like, how do I say this question in a way that one of like, I don't know if that would fall under social anxiety or not, because I'm not really scared to like walk into a room or a crowd and, and talk. I can do it, but I'll probably be the person who's like, I'm awkward, but I'm talking, but I'm awkward. Right. That's probably how I would, how I would do it. But like, that's fun on the scale of things. I'm like, I'm more depressed than anxious. I see. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah like I think a lot of people have anxiety and for me, it's like, I'm just such a people pleaser that I want to constantly be acting in the way that's ideal. And that gives, makes me anxious, mm. but I'm also stressed a lot. Oh, so maybe I am more anxious than I think. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I love connecting dots on the show when you start saying things aloud <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. Oh, this could be it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but that, that's probably workaholism too. Workaholism's a huge thing. Right. Right, right, right. Do, you, do, 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 no live, just do. Are you, do you, uh, do therapy or any of those I wish. things? Mm. Yeah. I don't. Can't it's afford a- it. Right. Fuck. And yeah. that's the thing. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. Trust me. Yeah. When I get a therapist, it'll be magical. Oh yeah. Because I will go in there with so many things to cover. <laughs> so like a laundry just list. Be, just like, are you ready? Just like slam it I down. Would sla- I would bring a binder. Yeah. And the binder would have sections. Perfect. And, and like, and I would be like, okay, which one, which of these issues do you think is the most pressing right now? <laughs> <laughs> and they'll be like, which do you think is the most pressing right now? And then I would say, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> Stop making the workaholic do more work. I'll say, <laughs> what do you think my job is? <laughs> Tell me, I want to know. Okay, so you have an album coming up. Mm-hmm. I always ask this to people who are doing albums. Is this your first album? Yes. Yeah. First album. Yeah, yay. Number one, do you have a title? Uh, it'll probably be, I think it'll be Babaluba. Um, Perfect. Because that's my one joke. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, that also is close to home because, yeah, my grandma was Baba and, you know, it's just Baba Luba. It almost feels like home a little bit. Yeah. And do you have, so, so you kind of, you know what jokes you're, you're doing on it, right? Yes. For the most part? Yeah. I guess that one last night. Uh, the thing is, what you saw last night, and then I also do some stuff with, uh, music in the background like some one-liners but i don't have an instrument or anything here oh. so um, there's more there's more than you saw there's more but but we saw how hard is it figuring out what to pick for an album excruciating this yeah? has been very very hard and again because uh in toronto our sets are only so long usually you don't get more than like 10 to 15 15 is rare even um, wow, okay so being out here and being able to do these runs um has been helpful um yeah i would say so and there's so many bits that i grew out of right um and a lot of this was written post pandemic and so that's really only a few months old post pandemic we're still in it but you know what i mean um yeah really really i my since i know i'm recording it i don't so much want to record uh like it's a best of in a way but i just want to capture a moment in time like yeah. the, this is the best I have, right? This is just who I am right now. That's, that's it. Yeah. 
I love that. And that's the best I can do. <laughs> but I think it's going to be so good because Thanks. it's such a good set. And like, I can just, do you have like, well, illustrator. So I need to know, do you have like the branding and like what you want to do visually with it picked out yet? No, you I don't? will be hiring someone for that. I don't want that responsibility. Really? No. Oh, that's interesting. So you're not going to do it yourself. No. Get no. Someone? Yeah. Oh, yeah, do you have yeah, an idea yeah. of like what you want? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. There's um, this podcast that I've never listened to, but it keeps popping up in my Spotify. Ooh. And it, uh, uh, the design of it looks similar to what I would like. Oh. Do you know the name? What is it called? I don't know. I think it had, it was kind of Dolly Parton ish. Ooh. Um, let's see if it pops up in my Spotify. Very sorry for the silence. No, to everyone love, at no, home. Very, very not. sorry. The magic of editing makes it seem like it wasn't even there. Oh, here we <clears> go. <throat> uh, cocaine and rhinestones. Okay. And I've never listened to this, but their um, their cover for their podcast looks very much the style of what I would like. I love that. And that's so you. Yes, I love this. I see it now. Yeah. Like the font and the flowers. Oh, I love that. Yes. And it's recommended to me because of Dolly Parton's America. Uh, If you've never listened to that podcast. Oh, she's a podcast. No, it's not hers. It's 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 a podcast. uh, about her life pretty much and she is a part of it like she's being interviewed for this podcast the whole way through Stop. but it but it's almost like an introspective study on her life and her That's impact true. and all of it oh it's great and you will cry you will cry no way oh, yeah it's a great podcast yeah. i love that yeah yeah dolly parton's america yeah. are you big dolly parton fan uh or did you thing. like I, I like dolly parton but i don't i'm not like a like Dolly a, Parton, you know, hardcore fan. <laughs> I yeah. feel like that's where everyone's at. Like we all love Dolly. Yeah, who, but, uh, who doesn't? You know, how much Dolly do we listen to on the daily? You know, true. Yeah, yeah. but we love Dolly. She's a saint. Yeah. She she seems amazing. Yeah, um, I love that. So you have the jokes picked out. You have the kind of design picked out. Do you feel stoked? Are you excited for this? Yeah, to record this. Yeah. Are you gonna be present? Are you gonna have fun? I are will. you gonna you're gonna step into the space and go, this is me, betchas. Yes. Yeah. That's how I'll start. I'll say this is me, bitches. bitches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. Here I that am. Sounds Hello. on brand. Wow. <laughs> that's so on brand. Hey. That's, well that's one thing that I really noticed about you is that you seem you, you seem to have found a voice, your voice. Yes. And that takes comics a long time mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like you're you're there, right? I've got you, it. You've got it. I yes, found my does. voice. There it is. There it is. There she is. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. I'm so excited for like to hear it and for it to come out. Yay. Um obviously let me know when it's out so I can pump it, pump it out. I will. Through everything. I will. Um, is there anything we didn't talk about that you think the listeners might want to hear about listen. the life of Luba? Listen to everyone listening. I hope you enjoyed listening. I hope this was a treat for you. <laughs> it was a treat for me. You're a treat. You're a treat. Like truly. Thank you. I'm I'm so glad <laughs> to have met you and so glad that you came to Halifax and like had fun here and hopefully we made a good impression on you. You did. Though... I'm so grateful for your hospitality and support <laughs> and uh, all of it. You've, you've been very, very kind and yes. I really appreciate it. And I'm so happy to have met you. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. It's such a great connection. And, Yay. uh, 
I wish you nothing but the best. Aww. And I'm sure you'll be back. And if you come back, hit me up again. I will. Hopefully we'll do a show together at some point. That'd be fun. Oh my God. Yeah. I next time that didn't happen. <laughs> here's the thing. But next time you come back, I will make a show for you and I. All right. And it will happen. I'm like looking at the camera. Like I'm uh, looking, we my, were looking. I'm like <laughs> mad at myself for not, not putting the show together. But <laughs> oh my God. No, no, no. <laughs> We were focusing on ourselves. We were focusing on ourselves because that's what we—that's all we have to focus on. We did it. Um, you're amazing. You're amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Let the listeners know. Like, can they follow you on social media? Can they find you somewhere? Yes. Um, Instagram would be the big one. Um, so at Luba Magnus, and then you can stay tuned for um the album release when it comes out. Um, uh, uh I have a YouTube. That Woo! will be youtube.com slash Luba Magnus, and that will have all of my cartoons on it. Or it's also that those cartoons are also on Instagram at Drawn Up Comedy. That's the kind of brand that falls under. So oh, Luba shit. Magnus and Drawn Up Comedy. I, I'm going to like literally look right now. <laughs> What's it called? Drawn Up? Yes. Yeah. Drawn, comedy. Drawn Up Comedy. I. That's where all my goofy, goofy crap go. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're amazing. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank I'm going to let you get to your two shows tonight Yay. at Good Robot with Claire and Dan. You're going to rock them again. But you get to end the episode. Oh, I ding the bell? With, with a bell ring. Thank you for listening to the Intoxicated Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode, make sure you subscribe on whatever podcast app you use and leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. You can also give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Intoxicated Podcast and check out our video episodes on the Intoxicated YouTube channel. Until next week, feel hard and talk hard. Intoxicated Podcast is hosted and produced by Sarah McClellan, co-produced by Sarah Nicole, and brought to you by The Messiness of Life. Oh, everybody's depressed. Next subject. <laughs>